Hello, everyone, and Happy New Year 2022. I am Johnson Obamente. And I am Faye Obamente. And we are the host of Oasis of Hope podcast. Wow. Do you believe that it's already 2022? Yes, I do. It came in so fast, and here we are. We're so grateful to God um, on, you know, this new, brand new chapter and year that God has given the entire world. Exactly. And it's not a cliche that God is good all the time and that all the time our God is good. Yes, And so when we say our God is good, as the children of God, we have to profess the goodness and the faithfulness of our God. Yes, we do. And that's what it means, part of what it means to be ambassadors for Christ and of Christ, sharing the goodness of God to a world that needs to see how Jesus Christ looks like in his people. Yes, I know that to all of our listening audience there that uh, you know we know and we are sure that we are believing that they had an exciting, amazing, and productive uh, New Year's Eve, and then blending into the New Year 2022. Yes. So, well, we're looking at Isaiah 48. Yes, and as your guide, you know, um, yes. you know, we've shared that, you know, with uh, ministry and friends for Oasis Focus Inc. New Year blessing, so that the grass withered and the flower faded, but the word of God shall stand forever. Amen. So it's just like when the when the Lord says his word will not return to him void. It would accomplish whatsoever he says it would do. Yes. So flower faded, grass withered, but the word of God remained forever. And that means we can rely and build our lives 100% on the word of God knowing how assured it is and confident in the source and the power of who God is. Yes. Well, you know, I know that we don't want to take too much time because we have so much going on. And we've said that, you know, this episode beginning the new year is going to be completely different. So a lot of people have been hearing our voice, your voice, my voice, through these, uh, through these 35 episodes. So now we're on 35th episode, right? So now we're shifting from this onward on the 35th episode for them to hear from our guests, our very first charter premier guest. That's very true. Yes. So our guest today um, is a middle school um, leader and educator in a public charter school and is a board secretary with us here at Oasis Focus Inc. on our team and also a youth leader at our church. And um, she goes to a different campus. We go to a different campus, but she works with the youth as well. So we introduce to you for episode 35, Miss Wendy Frazier. So welcome. Welcome, Thank you so much. Okay, let us get started. Um, Spend, uh, you know, a few, uh, maybe one or two minutes telling our listening audience uh, more about you. Um, So our focus for episode 35 today, we're talking about singleness. 
end. So we will be diving into that shortly. But, you know, to open us up, tell our listening audience, um, you know, a few things about you, aside from, you know, what we've used in introducing you. Yeah, um, well, I have been in education um, pretty much my entire career. So uh, going on about 14 years now. Um, I have been single, uh, essentially my whole life. So I am not married. Um, so if you're not married, you're single, whether you're dating or, you know, in a relationship. Um, and, um, I do triathlons and, um, I have run a few half marathons and, um, very active. I love, uh, just living a life that um, is exciting, a life that is challenging. Um, I, I love to try new things and do new things and um, just am, am very much about exploring the world and all that it has to offer. Wow, that is so neat. I love that you said triathlon. So it's lets um, us know how active you are, you know, um, doing everything in staying active, um, not just, you know, um, spiritually, but also physically. So that's so great. So thank you for providing that, um, you know, introduction for our um, audience. Well, I guess, uh, you know, we want our audience to know that we're not deviating from the pattern. You know, the only thing that is different is that we're bringing a guest in, right? Mm -hmm. So we're still entertaining questions from our listeners. Mm -hmm. And of course, some of the questions that we'll be posting to Wendy come from out of state and from other uh, questions that we've received. So we're pulling two out of those. However, we want people to know especially to our single audience out there, that singleness is not a holding pattern. Yes. So what do you mean by holding pattern? I think we will let um, uh, Ms. Frazier, you know, shine a light on that. So one of the questions that we have from Kansas says, how can a single Christian please God, um, especially due to the negative culture that we have surrounding us. And so when we look at that, how will you be able to encourage singles out there that singleness is not a holding pattern per se, and um, how they can live a life as believers that pleases God? Absolutely. Um, I, I think it's first um, acknowledging that Singleness sort of shifts and changes as you um, get older, just like it would shift and change if you were married and, you know, you're going through generational changes with your spouse. It's sort of the same thing. Um, you're just doing it yourself with Jesus. Um, and so me as a single person in my 20s was very different from me in my 30s as a single person. Um, and I think the thing that the Lord has really shown me over the course of my life is that the, the way that you please God is you love God. So that doesn't change whether you are single, you're married, you have children, you don't have children, whatever your life looks like, the way that you please God is essentially the same. 
And that is by spending time with him, by um, following his commandments, that is by loving him, allowing him to be the Lord of your life. Um, all of those things are pleasing to God. Now, if we're talking more like tangible ways to live a life that feels whole and not stagnant as a single person, I think that comes to a point of just really searching the Lord and what his plan for your life is. And it's going to be different for everybody, but essentially, I think it boils down to being a productive and active member of the kingdom. Um, I think it boils down to becoming um, a member of a local church and being active at that church and not just going to church to be like a consumer. Like I don't go to church just to get things. I go to church to serve people. I go to church to serve the Lord. I go to church to worship the Lord. Um, and in the process of all those things, I also uh, find areas of not just the church, but of kingdom that I can serve in. I find the places that the Lord has specially gifted me, you know, so I'm a prayer captain on Sunday mornings and I serve on a prophetic team that meets, you know, once a week, every few months. Um, I serve with the youth. And so there's there's things that as a single person that I can do and be a part of that if I were married and if I were married with children that I wouldn't be able to do. Um, you know, First Corinthians, Paul cautions people and he's like the ultimate single person of the Bible because in his mind, singleness is grand. And, um, you know, he cautions people like, you know, I guess if you can't control yourself, get married, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you can stay single because there's so much beauty in it because you, you get to experience the Lord and kingdom in a way that you probably won't get to if you're married um, because your heart is divided. You know, while, while God is number one, you still have a husband or a wife that is number two. Um, right now, God is my number one. God is my number two. God, you know, I mean, he's, he's both of those. And so there is a deep richness and beauty in following that path versus acknowledging anything culture has to give you because culture shifts and changes. Mm -hmm. Culture when I was in my teens was different than 20s, which is different than now. Um, and so culture always shifts and changes. God never does. And he is the same today at 37 that he was when I was 30 and I walked into church feeling broken. And he was the same as the 26 year old who lost her mom and felt broken. And I mean, it's just, he's, he's the same. He never changes. So I think as a single person, if you're feeling lost or you're feeling broken or you're feeling confused about how to walk that life, get your eyes on him and get your eyes on kingdom because that's where our focus is the surest. Wow. You have covered so many things and there are follow-up questions. So thank you. Um, you've shared with our listening audience that singleness is an opportunity season to become the person God wants them to be. 
Um, also, you have shared so well about, I believe, in the local church that singleness is a time to seek out and journey with like-minded believers. I love what you said, not being a consumer, because I think many times that's where people get lost, get lost as a consumer and just coming to church and not really being a part. And I love what you said and sharing how you serve in three different areas using your gifts to love God and to love people right there in your local um, church. Yeah, I mean, if one do, thing that I, I really get out of that also is that our motives. Yes. You know, what is your driving factor? What is driving you? You know, especially when you are a Christian, you are a believer, you don't, you don't seek, you don't seek the hand of the giver, but you seek the face of the giver. Uh -huh. You seek the giver of the gifts. Who is God Almighty? So when you go to church, you don't go to church to benefit, you know, just to for what is in it it's for, for you. you, yes. But you go there to worship God, to serve God, to fellowship with God. He, I mean, she said it so, so well, well. She did, and I mean that is um, that is amazing. Thank you so much for addressing uh, those areas for us. Absolutely, I would like to add to just that. Like, I understand that um, you know, as a single person, your heart can really be about trying to find people to do life with. That can be, that can be difficult. Mm -hmm. That can be something that is a challenge because you aren't married or, um, you know, you may or may not have children. Um, and some of those things do sort of easily lend themselves to community. Um, whereas being single, it doesn't, you do sort of have to seek your community out. Um, and so I think it's important to just acknowledge that, um, you know, you don't, you don't go to church and get plugged in and start to serve because you want to meet people, uh -huh. but it is a byproduct. Uh -huh. And so the people that I have met over the years, just being an active member of my church, um, they are, they are some of the best people that I've ever been um, around. You know, they, they are married, they are divorced, they are you know, they have young kids, they have older kids, they're in very different seasons of life than I am. But yet somehow, because we are still bonded together as brothers and sisters in Christ, like there's beautiful relationship that gets built um, just as a, as a byproduct of putting yourself out there and serving. So whether that's serving in the local church, serving in missions, serving in um, nonprofit organizations, anything like that. You um, you put yourself out there because you're doing something that God is asking you to do. And as a byproduct of that, the Lord gives you community to walk with. That's good. Um, that wow. is wonderful. That is wonderful. Well, we are going to go into the second question. You know, the second question that uh, we have pulled is saying that it's difficult living uh, a pure life. How can singles live a life of purity that is honoring God? So this really good question. question is actually coming to us out of Texas. Mm -hmm. 
And to along those lines, before you take that question, you did mention um, the scripture from Paul in 1 Corinthians 7. And uh, I love that you mentioned that because that was Paul's um, scripture about, you know, ensuring sexual purity. So, um, you know, as you answer this question, as the Holy Spirit leads you, um, encourage our young um, singles or old older singles on what it is in living a life that is pure to God, spirit, soul, and body. Absolutely. I love this question. And I think this is probably something that I um, talk about a lot um, as far as like my experiences. Um, I, in my 20s, um, did not <laughs> live the most pure life. Um, and, and it is part of the, the brokenness that the Lord has brought me out of. Um, and so I think that the first thing is that if you're sitting here and you're listening to this and you're going, um, well, too late for that. Um, I really want to encourage you. It's not, um, there is absolute, um, forgiveness and grace and mercy from the Lord and that whatever you ask for, he will give you. I remember a conversation that I had with him really early on, um, when I kind of reset, reset my life, reset my purity. Um, and, and just this, this sitting before the Lord broken and, and humbled by who he was and, and asking him to, to sort of revitalize my desires, the desires of my heart. Um, and, and he does, you know, he, he does those things. And so please be encouraged that it's never too late to make a different choice, um, to, to walk a different path. Uh, and, and I also think that purity goes be so far beyond just whether or not we, um, engage in, uh, premarital sex. I think purity goes into what you consume um, what are you watching? What are you listening to? Um, if you struggle with your purity, then I just a very tangible first step is to acknowledge what it is that you are bringing into yourself. Like what music are you listening to that maybe you don't need to listen to anymore because it triggers something? What shows are you watching or movies are you watching? What do you allow and, and say, well, that's okay. Um, you know, cause it's just a blip in a show or, you know, whatever, like, what do you allow yourself to consume um, that takes you down a path that, that might cause you to stumble? Um, I also think in dating, you set really clear boundaries for yourself um, and, and you're honest about your boundaries. So, uh, you know, Song of Solomon talks about, um, there's multiple verses where he kind of calls the daughters of Jerusalem and, um, and he says, do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. And I think that is so important, especially as women, um, for us to guard our hearts. Um, because I think when our hearts are not fully guarded and we're not, allowing things to happen um, in God's time, but we're sort of manipulating it or we're pushing it um, or we're awakening something that really isn't there. That is when our, our hearts will begin to 
uh, sort of walk down a path that that isn't pure. And, um, you know, I, I just, I, I cling to that, like, do not awaken love until it's time. And, um, and just really being in that place of guarded and then understand that in the place of purity, there are so many stumbling blocks that the, that the culture has created, that the enemy has created. Um, and, and just giving yourself enough grace to say, you know what, I messed up and I probably shouldn't have done that, or I shouldn't have said that, or I shouldn't have thought that. Um, and, and just running back to the father every single time, um, really taking every thought captive and, and not allowing random images or words or thoughts to sort of roam free in our minds. Um, they don't, they don't get to stay there rent free. So kick them out. Um, and, and just really fill every, every bit of that space back up with the, the promises of God. The, the promise of God is that he looked at Adam and said, it was not good for man to be alone. If your heart's desire is to have marriage, if God instilled that, that desire in you, then he will fulfill it. Whatever he started in you, he promises to fulfill. Hold on to the promises of God because they're coming. Wow. Thank you so much, Wendy. You've covered so much. And I know that our listening audience have really enjoyed listening to you. And that is wonderfully covered. However, you know, before we go, we know that, uh, you know, the time is, uh, is almost up. We just want to leave our listening audience with just a couple of resources, two scriptures. I know you've covered uh, well on the, uh, uh, the scriptures from 1 Corinthians. So we have Matthew 19, 10 to 12. And then we have that 1 Corinthians 7 verses 2 through 9. So please uh, utilize, uh, read those uh, areas uh, on, on your own time. And then also we have other resources that might be of benefit to you. And this is not just for those people that have been only singled all their lives. Even we're talking about widows or widowers, uh, especially, you know, that, uh, that are single through uh, any circumstances. So we love you and we want you to uh, hear about other resources that uh, my wife had compiled for you. And thank you so much, Wendy. You know, uh, listening audience might not know, um, we did not get to um, practice or anything. We basically believe so much in the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And that's exactly what our listening audience is seeing, how what you're sharing is totally aligned to what we had prayed and, um, you know, bringing out together even um, during this episode. You said some powerful things and I love that because this is a podcast offering hope. I love that you offered hope to every single um, person out there, whether single men or single women, do not allow themselves to feel that, oh, they've gone too far and God's grace and love cannot reach out to them. I love that you did that. I love that you mentioned the reset of their lives, the reset of their purity and the reset of their heart. And this is what Jesus Christ came 
full to ensure that anyone who so ever desires um, can have this new life in Christ Jesus. So thank you for speaking to that and encouraging our singles, men and women out there. So the last resource that we will share here is from Cheryl Martin. And Cheryl Martin was a former national news anchor in Washington, D.C., who was on fire for Jesus Christ, born again, spirit-filled, and she knew what it is to live as a single um, Christian woman, even in our culture. She wrote a book, she's an author, and the book is vital to exactly what Miss Frazier just shared about um, not awakening love before its time, what you're listening to, and all all the excellent um, encouragement she shared. The title of the book is First Class Single, Rules for Dating and Waiting God's Way. Doing things God's way is the ultimate best that we know guarantees us that abundant life that John 10, 10 talks about. Um, Jesus Christ tells us that the thief comes not but to steal, to kill and destroy, but he, Jesus Christ, our savior, our Lord has come to give us life and to give us in abundance. So thank you, Wendy. What would be a closing thought for our listening single audience and thank you for addressing those questions from kansas and texas so um wendy what would be your closing thought as we wrap up episode 35 of oasis of hope podcast well first off just thank you so much for uh inviting me for allowing me to come and share my heart um and and just share what the lord has has given to me through the years um i think if I was leaving everybody with one thing, I would just want you to understand how incredibly valuable each and every one of you are. Um, marriage doesn't make you valuable. Parenthood doesn't make you valuable. Um, God has chosen you. Um, he has He has placed purpose in you. And you are so needed in the kingdom of God for such a time as right now. Amen. 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 Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this opportunity once again to come to your people, Lord, to share unadulterated, uncompromising living word of God true oasis of hope podcast father we just ask oh god we pray for those listeners those that have been made single either for the very first time or even single men single women either by any other circumstances lord we just pray lord for courage to reset to reset their lives to reset their purity to reset their work with you in jesus precious name we pray amen amen, amen. Well, that's it, uh, friends. Um, and thank you again to our amazing um, Wendy Frazier in sharing with us. And so until, until next, next time, time, stay connected. connected.